Hey everyone, this is George Soto and you're watching Startups Unedited. Good morning everyone, this is George Soto and you're watching Startups Unedited live from Cancun, Mexico. This is I think the second episode that we've uh, recorded from here. Uh, today I want to give you three tips when launching a tech startup as a non-technical co-founder. So this is, you're not technical, you cannot write code, you cannot build product, okay? Which, first of all, is very, very painful, I can assure you as a 14-year uh, veteran in this game of uh, building software companies, uh, I, I can assure you it's, a, it's a, about a thousand times harder than an engineer trying to build a software company. Um, and they can actually build it, so it's still very hard for them. So anyways, let's talk about these three tips. Uh, I have them here written down on my little notepad. So the first tip is, is this is incredibly important, incredibly important. Find a technical co-founder like yesterday, okay? I know how you might think that your idea is really powerful and that you can sell people on it and raise money or whatever. And that may be the case, but you're building a software company and you need a technical co-founder, period. Now, here's the thing. I'm not talking about just someone that you've been able to beg to join your team who's iffy and not showing the signs of motivation or excitement for the idea. I'm talking about someone that is as excited about this idea as you are and is willing to go through the trials and tribulations and suffering that this requires. So you need to find a technical co-founder who is absolutely emphatic and is proving to you that he or she will go through the challenges and the sacrifices that this process requires. So that's the first one. You can do this a variety of ways. You know, look through your network, ask around, look uh, for this individual at maybe jobs that you've been at in the past. If you worked at great companies like you know, your, your usual suspects, Facebook, Twitter, Google, LinkedIn, whatever, or a startup that you were part of before, maybe reach out. I'm not saying do not infringe upon non-competes and stuff like that. Absolutely not, obviously. Uh, but reach out to those folks and start to ask questions, okay? It is incredibly important. That's step number one. I promise you, do not start to build a product or or hire offshore folks before you find this individual. And we'll get into that in a second. So that's the first one. Find your technical co-founder like immediately. Do not move forward with anything else. You can put a deck together, maybe you can put some designs together or whatever that'll help you actually communicate the, the message. But it's kind of like a, like a relationship, right? You can't sell someone or convince someone to love you. Right? You, you have to be both there, committed to the relationship, and willing to go through the ups and downs that the relationship will, will provide. So that's the first piece. The second piece is, you know, us as non-technical founders or, or professionals, we don't actually really know what writing code or building a, you know, hardware or whatnot actually entails, right? We might get it, you know, high level. Um, or, ha or have a high level understanding of it, but we actually don't know. So if someone provides code or built a little web page or something, you're not sure if it's actually you know, high quality or not, right? And, and I'm not saying you have to have the best engineer on the planet. I'm not saying that at all. What I am saying is that you need to find someone who can prove to you whether they've built products before by themselves, right? You're a small team right now. 
uh, that actually work. So that's, that's a huge distinction. Not just build something that you can see like a front-end thing or something that like works as a like pseudo-prototype, but someone that can actually build something that, and it doesn't have to scale either, right? Scale is a completely different thing, but actually works. Like you can get one or two customers to be able to use the thing or five or something, you know, 10, whatever it is, that actually use the thing and see immediate value from your MVP. Not only is that incredibly important just in general, but you're not gonna raise money or, or raise it at a, at a, at a good uh, price without having existing traction. I mean, especially in this economic um, or fundraising environment today. So, you know, as you're finding this co-founder, they need to be able to prove to you that they can build things that work, okay? Really important. And the last tip is do not outsource. Now, I know folks are going to, you know, I'm going to have mixed reviews on this and people are going to be upset, but do not outsource, especially without having a, a technical co-founder. Now, if you have a technical co-founder who understands how to actually run teams, which is, you know, another prerequisite, at least has a good understanding or is, has, has operated small teams or whatnot, right? This is a leader you're bringing on, right? I mean, come on, guys, right? Um, you, so if you don't have that individual... Uh, certainly, you know, don't outsource. You're gonna be end up, you know, you're, or you're gonna end up end up rather, you know, outsourcing to India or Pakistan or Europe or something like that, and you're not gonna be able to actually hold them accountable. You're not gonna do code, understand how to do code reviews. You're not gonna understand how to do new unit testing. All these sorts of things that are incredibly important when building software. Now, I know people, you know, they really rave around building MVPs and stuff like that. You know, I, I am of the opinion that you absolutely have to build an, a, a version one of the product or an MVP of the product. That's absolutely true. But I think you should put your, your best foot forward and you should actually build something that, that works, right? And you're, again, you're not going to be able to do that outsourcing to you know, a team that doesn't give a shit about your, your product, that's simply looking at requirements and, and executing, they're not putting the soul and, and, their, and, and, and emotion and passion into building the product. They're, think about it. You know, you hire someone to do something, they're not as emotionally invested as you are. And the key component here is you're not going to be able to hold them accountable from a technical perspective. Um, and, uh, and that becomes a huge problem. Anyways, I hope that's incredibly helpful. Let's, let's, let's just actually uh, summarize this. Number one, find a technical co-founder like yesterday. You need to do it. Do not move forward without it, right? There are just, again, a million reasons why. Number two, make sure that this technical co-founder can actually execute, okay? Not just that their title says they're a software engineer or they can speak to you in fancy words or whatnot, you, you know, and, and communicate that they know what they're doing and etc. They need to prove it to you in the same way that you need to prove it to them. And then lastly, do not outsource, period, especially if you don't have a technical co-founder that could actually do the diligence and hold the engineering offshore, you know, engineering team accountable for building good product and setting you guys up for success. The last thing you want to do is, is waste your money. I've absolutely done it where I've invested money in, you know, offshore teams and I've completely wasted it because A, they didn't get what we were building, B, they were just following requirements, and C, there's just a nuance to building great product. Anyways, everyone, I hope all is well. If you have any questions, you know the drill, at Soto Ventures on Twitter. Use my hashtag, Soto, at Soto Ventures, um, or hashtag Soto Ventures. There you go. You guys get it.
Take care. Have a good one.